Hello everybody, welcome back. It's been, it's been a hot minute. We had a disaster last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, Emmy had COVID essentially um, and I was going away to Milan. So we tried to record virtually and it did not go to plan basically. So sorry you haven't had an episode in a couple of weeks, but we you did, know we did try we really tried <laughs> we tried so hard like you guys didn't even realize that we filmed in advance and it took like five days to get the, the footage so it was the send and then the audio was messed up like it was just absolutely cursed and yeah. a nightmare so we're back actually together <laughs> yeah here we are we're doing this round two yeah and we essentially need to think what do we need to catch up on so the last episode that we recorded i think was end of february it was before Before my birthday birthday. and i'll just tell you a little bit about my birthday so my birthday was great i had i honestly had such a nice time i felt very like loved like a lot of people actually couldn't make it because i planned it so last minute but overall had such a nice time and then i had a mental breakdown in the days following for absolutely no reason so I had already booked to go away to London and Manchester, so went to London, Manchester, came back from London and Manchester, has another mental breakdown, so then went to Milan. <laughs> so I've barely been home this month, but Amy, what have you been up to? Well, I had COVID, so I was stuck Not in much. a flat for <laughs> 10 days, Yeah, fully recovered before I entered back into society. And then last night we actually went to a PR yeah. event which was so much fun. It just felt so good to get out again and like actually see other human beings and interact with them. But yeah. we were saying that we always talk about how like October was our busiest time of year last year for events and like mm-hmm. seeing people. And I feel like now that it's March, it's started to pick up like that again because we had one yesterday and we're out again tomorrow at a different event. So it's like everyone's kind of over the Christmas holiday slump, getting back into was... the like new year. Like, honestly, I feel like we're coming out the other end of winter and sad season, seasonal depression Mm -hmm. season, because, I mean, I remember saying in January, like, oh, I've actually had a really good month, Mm -hmm. like, but honestly, it has been rough, like, it, like, I'm sure, like, people have had it a lot more rough, but, like, yes, it's not been, it's not been too fun. So what we did yesterday, we had such a nice day. Basically went out and took some content because Emmy had some work to do. I was being an influencer for once. Like, yeah, I mean... We are the talent managers and obviously being mm-hmm. talent managers, that's our main job. But mm-hmm. we both started as influencers first. Yeah. But I always feel like it's... Micro-influencers. Yeah, I always feel like it's a bit weird when I go back to doing some work or some things. I'm not going to lie, guys. We've been we getting, getting quite a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> like, a ridiculous amount. Um, and I don't know if it's because we both, I, I mean, you've had 9k for ages, I just hit 9k. <laughs> Absolute micro-influencers here, yeah. but I don't know, I've started working with a lot more brands on a I regular think, basis, and yeah. even paid work. We've, we've had a lot of paid work. Which is why I've been going away so much. But, um, yeah, it's, it's also good because it's like, I feel like it keeps me in the loop with my girls and, like, their needs. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a good reminder and a refresher, yeah. like, to know how to help our talent. 
for sure i feel like brands are working with a lot more like smaller, smaller creators but yeah so yesterday we did some content i got like a couple pics and as well but you were you were in full influencer <laughs> content mode but then we went for a wagamama which was so nice i've literally been eating pizza and pasta for the last like week so to have a wagamama was really nice i'm already craving it again same can we go back <laughs> honestly i was like mm, dinner tomorrow night yeah but it was <gasps> i don't have dinner plans tomorrow so after we went to wagamama it was sunny guys it was so sunny outside it was so it nice was so nice like walking george street in spring summer mm-hmm. sunny everyone's like buzzing i could smell barbecues <laughs> it was a good time I, I honestly love scotland when it's sunny and then we went to the event and that was just really nice and then we went and got taco bell and went home and then yeah tradition but i'm not going into too much depth but i have a very upset stomach right <laughs> I really, like, I always feel sick, like... Eva's a hot girl with stomach problems. Like, as are many of us, to be honest, which needs to be looked into more, but anyway. So I've decided that now that I'm back from Milan, I'm going to be eating well. I'm going to cut back on the dairy, cut back on the takeaways, the McDonald's. Have you ever kept a food journal? Not really, no. Where you write down everything you eat in a day. And and then what hurts. And then write down when your stomach hurts and then see if you can connect it. No. But I think that's. I feel like that's something you need to. Process of elimination and trying. I know. But like, do it properly for like two weeks. I mean, I kind of stopped. Like, a couple years ago, I stopped eating dairy completely. And like I think dairy is because I've been tested. You don't eat that much dairy. I know I don't now anyway because you drink soy milk. It's funny though because it's like it's not wheat and gluten because I you were celiac tested. I was celiac tested. You know what's so weird? The doctors did loads of tests on me, and I'm not really funny. They were like, "No, everything's normal." I saw a TikTok today that was saying how medication and stuff in the science field is tested on male rats and they don't use female rats because the female rats and hormones like the skews results too much right so all testing for medications and everything has been done on male rats only because the female hormones messed up the results and the reliability and accuracy of it so most medication is only suited and tailored for men well this is the thing i'm gonna say is but my pill contains lactose i can't change i cannot change my pill because it keeps my skin clear well um, the, the doctors would have tested you for surely a lactose intolerance okay but anyway it's what it is i'm trying i'm going to try this thing called i think it's called simprov simprov their instagram is simprove your life <laughs> um not an ad anyway that's a whole other episode we should talk about that let's get back on track because that was all about me <laughs> so this episode is about... It's all our unpopular opinions and hot takes. Yes. So my unpopular opinion hot take first one is that current trend of de-influencing is still oh, yeah. influencing. It's still a form of influencing. There's a whole anti-influencer movement. I feel like it's been going around for a couple of years now, to be fair. Like, people are like, we hate influencers. They're all so fake. And you know when all the stuff started coming up about the lawsuits with the Kardashians and um other big reality tv influencers promoting like 
gummies and detox weight loss products that are now illegal and banned because they don't work well i genuinely see when i think back to 2016 i have one friend i can specifically remember who would have been 16 at the time bought that like flat tummy tea and used it Oh no! And that is like that was influencers did always promote stuff like that. Back yeah, then. there was not much authenticity. It was all very manufactured, and even like on YouTube, all the morning routines and stuff, and they were like waking up with a full face of makeup. And I, before I go to school, I oh go for God. a run and eat avocado toast and do it. Like it was all very produced, all very yeah. not real. And then people started to to start hating influencers. Um, and now on TikTok, there's a de-influencing uh, trend where people are making videos of products that they bought from influencer recommendations that they wouldn't recommend or hated or giving their reasons on why you shouldn't buy them. And they're calling it de-influencing. Can you think of something that you've bought because of an influencer that you haven't liked? Well, yeah, I bought that Charlotte Tilbury oh, yeah. foundation. But that's interesting because... You love it. And... Well, I don't. I don't love that one. Liana loves that one. What is it called? The airbrush. So it's the airbrush flawless, flawless foundation. Fil- yep. mm-hmm. And then there's obviously the Charlotte Tilbury flawless, flawless filter, filter, which is the sheer one. Yeah, only one. that's technically a primer. Yeah, so you're talking about the foundation. And that, yeah. I found that so cakey. I found it just slid off my face and mm. was just really oily, but it's supposed to be a mattifying. Yeah, and, and everyone else looks amazing. Just for me and my skin, I was just like not even worth it i tried it a few times and was did like ever, i hate it did you ever try beautiful skin did you I not buy it. it yeah with you i got the last it? one in stock yeah do you it's use it often? often it's almost finished do you like it yeah i do it is amazing it is beautiful skin is amazing yeah but the hollywood air it's oh, airbrush fuck. sorry it gets so confusing it's the airbrush flawless the airbrush Full coverage matte whatever one i yeah. bought because i saw everyone talking about Emmett Howe all these different Charlotte Tilbury foundations were amazing and I was like, I want full coverage, I'll go for that one and I hated it. Yeah, I don't like it very much. But I, there's not been too many products that I've actually been influenced to buy and bought and and hated Um, or never used. I think it's more like micro trends and like little mm. things where like I've bought into things. Oh my God. Because Crocs. No, I love my Crocs. Right, you do. I walk the dog in them. I've seen videos where you can get little flashlights that you put on on your Crocs. So when you're outside, you just turn them on and you've got like lights. Because I actually use my torch when I take Cooper out, but I love my Crocs. They're my driving shoe. What is so funny is like, this is so like off kind of topic, but when I look back to like lockdown Mm -hmm. and I look at the things I bought, like very much micro trends even like 2021 like when i look at pictures and i see myself in a bright neon dress i'm like that's not me yeah so I'm like it's just weird how when you like kind of figure out your style and you realize all these things you've bought like i bought the platform crocs bright pink <laughs> it's not you at all that is so far from me i can't even express I would never wear. My um, Crocs are no. hot pink and fleece lined, and I've got little gibbets. That's I got you, a like... sausage dog face for Cooper, a rainbow, no. hearts. And I love them. I would say Crocs over Uggs. I actually. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uggs are comfortable. Uggs are comfortable. Crocs are also so comfortable. They're really bad for your feet. Practicality, Crocs are superior. I don't know if it's kind of more on the topic of like where I feel like people are de influencing 
overconsumption. Yeah. Like, I feel like capsule wardrobes are becoming mm. more in, and I even find myself now buying things, or even if I get things gifted and I'm choosing the items, it's things I will wear multiple times. It was Top, like, tops like this, I've worn this however many times. When I did my Abercrombie collaboration oh, yeah. in the store and we got to pick things in store, mm-hmm. I was picking basics and yeah. high quality denim and bodysuits and mm-hmm. minimal colours and stuff to try and create more of a capsule. Yeah. I mean, I love bright coloured mm-hmm. prints. Animal prints, I, I, can't, I can't get enough of a zebra print. Honestly, I love it so much. Like, I want zebra print boots, trousers, skirts, yeah. everything. I love it. I love a bold print and I love a bright colour, like hot mm. pink, like my chunky knit cardigan. Yeah. But I love them as, like, statement pieces. Well, that's the thing. You can have a kind of collection of statement pieces or accessories, like your bags, like, yeah. stuff like that, like, to add in. The past couple of years with, like, micro trends, yeah. I literally had, like a different wardrobe every few months all bright colors one month then blacks only nothing else and the next month it's whatever that trend was at the moment i have to say i never bought into the house of sunny knit no midi dresses i was never one of those girlies only because i couldn't afford it (laughs) right yeah things like that i think you're definitely right like i think this whole de-influencing trend that people are jumping on right now is very much more to the core of like no more overconsumption and yeah. that but it's still influencing people it's influencing people to not buy certain products or to not do certain products like yeah you can never escape influencing so that's really true people um, are like i can't wait for these influencers to die i'm like baby they've been around for I, centuries i just think that like it won't ever kind of change you know it will change but there will always be some form of influencer because there was influencers back in like the 80s just not on social media Mm -hmm. their influencers were like their singers bands like do you know i mean celebrities celebrities are the are some of the og there will always be influencers will change over time but there's there's always going to be influencers if you're if you're watching this right i'll explain it if you're not watching this is me in a tie-dye, one-shoulder dress. You know what? It doesn't look awful, but it's not me. With bright orange shoes. A bright orange bag, which I do still have and I would wear because I feel like that's like a statement kind of piece. But this is not me. Like, no. It's just so funny Like, because that would really suit some people. So I feel like this isn't really an unpopular opinion. I think it's becoming a very popular opinion. But for me, it's a hot take because it's something I've realised recently. Mm -hmm. That less is more. Right? I mean, I I don't know if you'd say that's a hot take. It's not. It's very much a popular opinion. it is a very popular opinion. Yeah. But I feel like it's, it's almost a hot take for, like, people like me who have come from, like, wearing stuff like that. Like, Mm -hmm. quite bold things to then, like, going actually no yeah it's not a hot take or an unpopular opinion because it's becoming more popular but like it's kind of like a new thing yeah like the kind of like i hate that clean girl aesthetic term but like it's like that is like the the thing now yeah it was that girl and now it's the clean girl that's apparently that's a term you're not meant to actually use though but yeah i don't know less is more for example I even like two months ago wore these like massive lashes. Now, only a half lash, don't fill in my eyebrows, major on the blush, not the contour. 
But it's like when you look at videos of makeup throughout the years and that, like the 2016 makeup trend was so different to the 2020. And even now, the 2020 to the 2023 is very different. Yeah. They were big laminated brows, no highlighters, so much blush, freckles, everything. But oh now God, people are getting me. back into half lashes now instead of no lashes, you know? like I know, it's so hard to like keep up with. I mean, I think the thing is though, like, I really hope it gets to the point where people kind of stop following, not stop following trends, but are just like their own person because especially I feel like this is like an opinion that I think is popular, but I think a lot of people would be annoyed at me for saying it is, every girl in Scotland looks the same. Yeah. And I'm one. Like, we all look the same. Tanned, fake tanned, sunbed tan. Either like, we all either have dark hair, blonde, or ginger. Right? Everyone looks the same. It was, do you remember like the Joni Jean Jean era? Yeah. Especially in Edinburgh. Top it shop. was like the Topshop Joni jeans. Do you remember the Timberland face? No. I had a pair of Timberlands. I wanted them, but I never got them. I had a pair in brown and black. Mm. It was like Joni jeans, Timberland, and then Parker jackets. Mm-hmm. People standing outside the dome. But I mean, I just feel like that's that's su- such a normal thing. Like most people yeah. do look the same. Most of the shops do stock the current trending I know, but then But it's like, remember like... when Cheryl Cole was like a big thing and an icon back in OG days and mm-hmm. every girl at school box dyed her hair that like red. cherry red. Yeah, yes. Like, even that. Yeah. Like, true. Other thing is the filler kind of era. Do you think that's wearing off yet? I mean, everyone for the last, I think, two, two years. years has been dissolving their fillers and getting it redone. Mm. And now people are saying, like, I wouldn't get any more. Yeah. Or if they are, they're like, lip flip instead of lip filler. That's how and I was about that last Botox time. instead of in- injections. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, like, they're getting on cheeks done or something, yeah. Yeah. Big eyebrows are in. Now it's, no, it's, um... Bleached. Bleached and thin. thin. And low-rise jeans, I will never get on the bandwagon for low-rise jeans. You will never see me in low-rise jeans. I like the baggy jean trend, though. I would say it doesn't matter how good your content is. If the first four seconds are boring, mm. no one's going to care. Oh, yeah. Or even watch. I think so true. I follow a lot of people who post content that's good when you watch it, but the way they edit it or the shot that they use or their, the camera, I don't know what it is. But I just scroll. Like, yeah. it's not... I'm not like, oh, I really want to watch this. When you actually sit and watch their videos, they're good, but they're always almost complaining on their socials. Like, no my views are going down, no one's watching anything. Yeah. Like, Instagram's not showing my content to anyone. Mm. Yeah, that's really frustrating and annoying, but at the same time, like, your content is good, but there's hundreds and thousands of people out there whose content is good. Yeah, and it's like, probably the same as yours, so you need to make the first bit eye-catching or like change change what you're yeah, doing like yeah. just because you enjoy your content doesn't mean other people are going to yeah that's, that's a hot take yeah <laughs> like in the nicest way possible like yeah. it's not that you need to be doing trending things and change who you are on your style but like experiment try something new like if yeah. if, if what you're doing clearly isn't working there's a reason why yeah a hundred percent i need to like not only tell myself that but like i don't know like especially with tiktok like you need to make the first bit engaging yeah because tiktok's algorithm changed so you no longer need to make like three videos a day 
it's all about who's clicking on your videos and actually staying to watch them. So you've got to be able to hook them in and keep them in. Well, the thing is, like, obviously so many people... People need to stop quitting their jobs to become influencers if they're not ready for it. I have seen so many people who have been like, I'm going to quit my job and go full-time with it, but they don't have any savings or anything backed up. I think there's a point where you get to where you're like, I could be making this money if I had the time to do it. And it is a plunge you have to take, but I don't think enough people are going, hang on a second, like, let me take a step back. It's obviously not going the way I thought. I think so many people like try to force it when they're not ready. I also think that so many influencers have like shopping addictions. My sister is one of them. She has the biggest shopping addiction and she openly says it, but she spends every penny she gets on clothes. She's doing no spend March. And so far, I think she's been successful, which is a surprise. But she's younger than me by a few years. And, like, I'm a cusp of a millennial Gen Z. I'm neither. I'm a 98 baby. We don't fit into either of them. She's very Gen Z. She's a 2001 baby, yeah. She's very, very Gen Z. And the generational difference between us is very obvious from, like, our interest, the way we dress, the Mm -hmm. media we consume. I think, like, so many people who are in social media, yeah, they get a lot of free shit, but they are constantly spending and blowing through their money. And I think, like, this generation doesn't have as much self-awareness when it comes to money and finances you know why than is, others. Do you know why I think a reason for that is, one, it's obviously because of, like, overconsumption. Yeah. Two, I think it's because we, the way that we have access to credit is unbelievable. Like, yeah. Klarna, Clearpay, PayPal credit, credit cards, overdrafts. Mm-hmm. It is... So, so easily easy. accessible. As soon as you're at uni, you can open an overdraft if you've got a student account. The amount of people I that went to uni overdraft. that loans, grants, yeah, you don't have to pay grants back, but like um, student loans and then applying on top for like other type of loans that they would have to pay back and they're not thinking about the fact that they actually, it's not free money. It's so difficult though because I feel like obviously the reason for that is because like we're just like students are so skin. Yeah. But honestly... I almost everyone I know that has left uni now left with a student overdraft of like two to three grand. Yeah. It's so sad. It's actually, it's so sad that that's just, but I also feel like, again, like, I don't think it's our generation's fault. No, like, I, I feel like there's a, a bigger sense now of like, well, we can't afford to buy a house. We're never going to be able to anyway. So may as well just spend it on the things that I want now. Yeah. Probably my main unpopular opinion mm-hmm. is that confrontation is not a bad thing. I think everyone should confront a lot of difficult situations in their life. If you have been in my life, you will know that if there's something that's on my mind or like an issue, I most likely will confront it. Won't really, like, not that I won't let it go, but like, I will work through it with you. Like I'm, I will never not. I will never let something slide if it's bothered me, and I do actually think that's why. Like a lot of my relationships, especially with friends, have been like maintained. Yeah. Um, through like years is because I just confront the situation mainly because if I don't see it, my face will anyway. So yeah, I just think it's really important. Like. There's definitely been situations in my life that have been like, that's not worth my 
time, time and, energy. and energy to like confront it like previous experiences that I have literally just got up and left I'm not talking about relationships or friendships I mean other types of working relationships where I've literally just got up and left and gone no I'm, I, I can't even explain why I'm done with this mm-hmm. because sometimes people just will never understand your point of view if that makes sense and those people kind of aren't worth your time and energy so when I say like confront every situation let people know when they've hurt you or upset you I would say only do that once or twice if you have made your point like once and at a push twice and it's being ignored leave it behind but for the most part like I think it's so important to just confront every situation and I think that's why Emmy's very similar to me as well like in terms of that like if we have a problem or if one of us has annoyed the other not even annoyed the other like an example when we were in London in October Emmy had set something up for me to go to this showroom and I didn't turn up right because I was I'm at- getting emails from the brand like hey is she on her way and I'm like and Why I was, are you not there? I was on the other side of London with one of my talent in a different showroom. And for some reason, like, I can't really remember if I had, like, forgot if I got the time wrong. I don't actually know. I think I just... Essentially, we'd been on a really early morning flight the day before. We'd been out until, like, early hours of the morning. I was just all over the place, right? That's not something I do often, just for every brand that's watching this. It's not something I... I've not done that since. That was that one-off time. But Amy was like, Eva? You pissed me off. Yes. Because <laughs> it falls back on me. The brand then comes yeah. to me and they think that I have... Not done your job, essentially. Yeah. And have... Yeah, my talent is unreliable. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, that was like... We worked through that. That was literally like over by that night, it was done. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really ever like speak about it again. Because that's why... Never just brush something under the carpet, in my opinion. Because it also just gets brought back up. Yeah, but it's like, also like if I didn't say anything, it, for example, in that context, and I just let like any talent or mm. influencers that I work with not show up to things with yeah. brands and never said anything, they would continue to do it. Yeah. All my girls know if they can't make something, let me know ASAP so we can give the someone as much notice. time as possible. Yeah, for sure. Because we want to have a good working relationship with the brands that we work with. And if I just didn't say anything because I'm like, oh, I don't want Eva to be pissed off with me. Or like, <laughs> no. I, I know that I'm not going to care about this tomorrow. Like, I'll yeah. just leave it. No, because... Yeah, someone's... I, you need to set your boundaries. Yeah, and you need, like, creates to, repeated behaviour almost. Yeah, to know... Yeah. If you have respect for each other as well, like, surely be like, that's not on. That's, yeah. like, call each other out on mm-hmm. behaviours that you should be for sure. doing better. But yeah, that's just what I, I really stand by that. And I think even in, like, if I ever get into, like, another, like, relationship, I'd probably be a bit more like that. Yeah. I just think that a lot of people nowadays are too scared to say anything because they don't want other people to think a certain Mm -hmm. way of them. They don't want to piss certain people off. They don't want to potentially lose opportunities because they've, like, burnt a bridge. But I don't think that... I think a lot of people think that every type of confrontation... Is negative. Is negative and results in an argument or a fight or something big. It's not. It's just all about, like, setting clear boundaries Mm -hmm. and communicating with people. Yeah, and if something's sure. not on or not right or yeah. doesn't sit well with you, you should say something. And also, like, it doesn't mean that you have to come in all guns blazing. Yeah. Just, like, you know, say it in a nice way. 
be respectful, like, be, respectful be mature, yeah. communicate clearly, mm-hmm. and you would probably find that so many issues be get resolved so much and never happen again. And your relationships, friendships, working relationships will be a lot healthier. Yeah. Because so many people just sit on things and then they all exp- it all explodes at once. Oh, yeah, I know sure. that I've done that where like I will let someone speak to me a certain way, I'll let someone treat me a certain way, and it gets to the point where I just go, yeah. and I lose it. Mm-hmm like my temper just goes like Mm -hmm. explodes so that's why that's why i do that i just think that's very important i agree yeah so be more be more upfront being an influencer is harder than people think but Mm. not in the way that you think think. and i think that some people need to get a fucking grip (laughs) i think there's a lot of influencers who complain about how hard their life is i mean i remember being on a YouTube panel five years ago mm. maybe I don't know it was when YouTube actually used to go around to most major cities so it's like Manchester London mm. like the actual YouTube headquarters team yeah people that run like the YouTube Twitter account mm-hmm. and they were inviting um, some of the top creators in those cities to be a part of a panel mm-hmm. and then inviting a bunch of YouTube creators to come and right. have like this creator mm-hmm. day basically mm-hmm. And I was on the panel because no one else did YouTube in Scotland at the time. Mm-hmm. And I only had like 20,000, but there was a girl there who had like over 100,000 and was right. a gamer. And this whole time she was just going on and on about how being a full-time YouTuber sucked and how hard her life is now because she has to motivate herself to get up out of bed. People think that it's so easy and you make all this money and yeah, you do make all money, but it's a lot of effort. And the way it came off was just so tone deaf. Like, first of all, you're bitching about the brand that's brought you here. (laughs) You're speaking to a bunch of people who want to do your job. Yeah. And who actually are passionate about it. And I mean, like, yes, being an influencer is harder than people think because, yeah, you don't have colleagues. You don't get to see people. I think if you don't have flatmates or anything, you live by yourself too. It can be very isolating. Mm -hmm. And then you can't really be to your normal friends who work full-time Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. Yeah. You buy yourself a lot of the time. And I mean, that's a con and a negative Mm -hmm. to it. I think a lot of people struggle with mental health and things like that. It could be, like, Mm -hmm. quite difficult. But at the same time, you're not a nurse. You're not a doctor. You're not working 60-plus hour weeks. Mm -hmm. You're not on minimum wage. Yeah. You're a lot better off in this job than mm-hmm. majority of other people. And if you if you yeah. are a full-time influencer mm-hmm. and doing content creation for a living, you're making more than a minimum wage. 100%, yeah. People don't understand the amount of time it goes into editing videos. But there's things like that. Like, no one actually understands how difficult it can be to get Instagram content or reels and reshoots for brands and mm. these things. But in the big scale of things... It's it's one of the... It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. And people who go, all oh, these influencers are like, my job and my life is so hard. And like, don't go to your social platforms and be like, I hate content, creating content for you guys. If that was my job, I think the, the thing that I would find the hardest would probably be like any sort of like hate or people talking about me, like gossip forums. Like, I think I wouldn't be able to handle that. Oh, that's that. another thing. Like, you yeah. are... It's so bizarre to me how like people can be that bored that they would like actually make a make an account on a website and like do that well i mean i think at the end of the day the whole point is it's anonymous these people aren't 
showing yeah. who they are because they know that That's if they did, terrifying, though. they would be in trouble. Because of the stuff that they're saying is horrible. They know that they're not going to put their actual username oh, and yeah. face and everything on there because the stuff that they're saying isn't nice. It's oh, it just and baffles to me. To me, that's like a conscious choice of being like, I know that I'm about to sit here and slag people off, and mm. I don't care. <laughs> like, who does that? It's just yeah, it's bizarre. It's also like you not just like talk to your friends if there's something you're dying to get off your chest, like say it to your friends. <laughs> Have you seen people post on like Twitter and things where? someone an influencer will post a story and then send it to the influencer oh, instead yes. of their friend yes. and they're like I think you sent this to the wrong person oh my god that's I so embarrassing i know it's so embarrassing i mean ha- there have been posts where people put, put up certain things and you're kind of like oh god i wouldn't have put that up or yeah i wouldn't have said that or i'm not really a big fan of yeah this specific thing but going out of your way to be that malicious no it's wild yeah. popular opinion these people need to get a life, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Do we have any other things to say? Because I have, I don't have anything else. And I feel like that's probably no. That's everything I have to say for this. If you don't have anything else, then I think that I think that's enough hot takes on popular opinions. I mean, I could talk about this for hours. I have yeah. quite a lot of hot takes, but I think it's because the the norm, the mainstream, the mm. standard. There's a lot of issues that I have with a lot of things, and I'm just like, nah, yeah. I wouldn't even do that. Like. I am someone that has quite unpopular opinions. Like, I love pineapple on pizza. I've never tried it, but... It's delicious. Mm, I don't really like bacon. I feel like that's an unpopular opinion. Yeah, I don't really like bacon either. But, like, this is what I mean. Like, I'm someone who very much lives for unpopular opinions. Most things in my day-to-day life are (laughs) unpopular. I love sparkling water. Yeah, I do like sparkling water. I would prefer to drink that over still. I love San Pellegrino. Just sparkling water. Mm-hmm. I want it to feel like I'm drinking TV static. <laughs> it's not good for your stomach, though. From well, mine, anyway. Going back to that. <laughs> I'll let you know how I get on with these probiotics. I don't think we have anything else to say here. No. I think we're going to we're gonna leave it here. I'll catch you guys in the next episode next Monday, because there is one coming. And make sure you follow Talent Managers Podcast on Instagram. Make sure you rate the podcast on Spotify, Apple, etc. And follow us on Instagram to see what we get up to in our everyday lives. Yes, because it's so interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.